Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. Welcome to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. In this episode, Tina talks about how to stick to your training when life happens and you're in the middle of parenting, working, and winter. Hey everybody, it's Tina. Thanks for hanging out with me today on this podcast. I am super excited to be spending this run or walk or drive or just this quiet moment alone with you today. I mean... I know that time is our rarest and most important quality gift that we have, and I'm super, super grateful that you are spending this time with me. I really hope by the end of this episode, you can find your own run swag and really get motivated and inspired to get out of that comfort zone and do something new to get uncomfortable so that you can grow and to not sweat all of the small stuff and to keep it super simple so that you can be successful without all of the stress. So let's get into it. I want to start off by saying that today's run for me, I did training run today, was so weird. I am actually in the process of finishing up a training plan for a half marathon and then hopefully right after that we'll be continuing on to get to the marathon distance. And I actually started this training plan, gosh, in the summer. And I did so so that I could try out my own program that I've put together that consists of three days a week of running and to see how far it could get me. Now, I am a seasoned runner. Um, I've had plenty of breaks from running when I wasn't running at all for weeks and sometimes months. So not that I have run without having to restart and start from ground zero as I call it. But this training cycle, I was kind of at ground zero. And it was intentional because I wanted to take this plan from the beginning and see how far I could get. And so I literally started with my first training group. I started training with them and we started with um, as short as one minute intervals of running followed by I believe it was three minutes of walking and repeated that several times. And so um, starting there in the summer, it's already December, and I will be running my half marathon distance next weekend. So um, I'm super excited about that. So the, the reason I bring that up is because for those of you who have run long distance before, which might not be many of you, you have, with our three runs a week, we have a long run on the weekend And then there's like this middle of the week run that's longer than our beginning of the week run, but not quite as long as our long run for the week. And so 
that was my run today. It was my middle of the week run, which is not my shortest run, but it's not my longest run of the week. And so because we are moving into the half marathon distance, which is 13 miles, all of our middle of the week runs are starting to increase. And that has been the biggest challenge, believe it or not. It has not been as big of a challenge to get the long runs in on the weekend because it's the weekend. And so it's a little bit easier to maneuver, but the midweek long runs are getting tricky because we have swim lessons for the kids and dinner, work, and it's dark pretty much as soon as we get home it's dark and so it has been a challenge that middle of the week run so that's what I had today and today's middle of the week run was six miles and I take my oldest to swim lessons on Monday Wednesday and Friday and I have about 45 minutes while she's swimming and I have I was so I would say I have about 35 to 40 minutes of actual run time if I'm really quick about getting out there when she starts swimming so it's like a rat race I drop her off in on the pool deck and I have already changed and so I head out the door put my headphones in and I just go and so these runs are kind of stressful because I really have to watch the clock I want to make sure that I get back there in time so that she can see me and there's never a time whenever she's finishing and wondering where I am and um, obviously I don't want to leave her there or be late so I do an out and back for these runs which means I go out and turn around at the halfway point and come back and so today I had a six mile run, was my run, and obviously I didn't have enough time during swim to do six miles. So what did I do? I broke it into two sections today. So I went out on my first run and my attempt was going to be to get at least three miles in and then come back and do the rest whenever we got home. And so I don't know what, was, what had gotten into me today, but I skipped my run last night. I was really mad at myself last night because I just skipped it. I was so tired and I laid in bed and I wasn't like trying to guilt myself. It's just I naturally felt like I was unbalanced because I skipped my run and I just wish I would have gone because I would have felt so much better. And so I was really ready to go today. So I took her, I dropped her off and I hit the road and I ended up turning around at the three and a half mile point. So like if after I would have gotten back, it would have been a total of three and a half miles. And so I did that to give myself a little cushion. Well, I got back to the um, the gym at three and a half miles and I still had 10 minutes before I had to be in there. And I was like, okay, I can do this. So I took off in the other direction and came back so that I could hit four miles because it just seemed like I wanted to use my mojo while I had it. And I figured I was gonna be like down in the dumps and not ready to go back out by the time I got home. So um, I got four miles in and I felt good knowing that I'd have to come home and do two more. And that's tough, you guys. I'm sure if you've never done that before, that whole mindset is is tough. And no, it's not ideal. Ideally, you'd want to do your run all in one chunk together, right? So that you can really just, you know, groove and see how far you can get. And you just want that experience of being able to put it all together. But this is life. And this is all about keeping it simple and making it work, right? And if I stress about the idea that I have to fit my long run into you know, one attempt at that distance. Well, I'm a mom, I have two kids, I work a full-time job, I'm married, and I'm trying to start a running business, which is what this is. And so um, I really have to be flexible and I have to be gentle with myself on how to make this work. So some things I won't negotiate on, I will not miss one of my three weekly runs 
because I am setting this up so that I can complete three weekly runs and go the distance, see how far I can go. But I know because of that, I'm taking four days off each week. I really don't have any wiggle room to take an extra day off. I'm not going to be able to make gains. And so while I give myself the flexibility to only really get three workouts in a week and I have not gone over, not once have I gone over because I want to see how it feels and I want to see how far I can go with three days a week. Um, I, do, I don't do any type of other exercise other than just like walking through life on the other days, but I do not miss one of my three days. It's not an option because I'm, I, really that's not doable. So, you know, if you're on a training plan where you're, you're training four or five, six days a week and you have to miss a run and you can't make it up, no big deal. But when you commit to three days a week, like you have got to show up for those three days, period. And so that's a non-negotiable for me. So I know I'm getting it done. And if I wanna keep striving to reach my goals now that I'm a mom and now that I'm a wife and have a full-time job and I'm doing this in the evenings, I really just have to make it work. And so I knew I had to get my run in, I knew I had to get all six miles in, and I just had to be flexible with how to make that happen. So I got my four miles in, I hopped in the car and I came home, and Mike had made dinner already, so it was ready to eat. So I couldn't really just hop back out. You know, I wanted to have dinner with my family because that's important to me too. So we sat down and we had dinner and we're cleaning up the table and, you know, I had already texted Mike to prepare him like, okay, I have to go back out for two. I wasn't able to get all six in and he ran last night. So his run was done. And so I knew that this was going to be, again, rough to get back out there. And of course it's dark and it's cold and all of those things, but I thought this is going to be awful. This is going to be awful. How am I going to get back out there? And so I did with a little extra encouragement from him, with from Mike, because I was like talking to him about this and that and the other, and he was like, go run, go run, go run. I, I partially think it was a, a ploy so that I would stop talking about it, um, you know, anyway. So he, he got me out the door and I decided I was gonna go on the treadmill. I was just being really whiny tonight, right? Like I, I just went, I didn't wanna go back out. And so I said, fine, well, I'm going on the treadmill. Well, we have this old treadmill in like this this part of our garage where there's so much clutter in there. There's like a, a weightlifting bench, a squat rack, um, you know, some toys that we need to donate, a desk from when I was teaching virtually, and it's just a hot mess in there. Well, that's where Mike ran his six miles last night. So I thought, okay, well, I'm not gonna have to worry about the dark and all the things. I'll just, I said, I'll put a movie on my phone and I'll get on the treadmill and I'll just do these two miles. That lasted a solid eight seconds. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I know the treadmill is for some people. I just feel like a caged animal <laughs> and I can't do it. It was honest to God. I had my phone set up. I put my headphones in. I had my water bottle out there. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Eight seconds. I pushed stop. I hopped off. I literally walked out the garage door and I hit the road. I didn't worry about what I was taking with me. I didn't take a flashlight, maybe not smart, but I just wanted to go. I was so sick of thinking about it. I was in my head way too much tonight, so I just went. And oh my God, I couldn't stop smiling. I could not stop smiling. I don't know if it was the eight seconds of feeling like a caged animal on the treadmill or something, but I could not wait to get out there. And the cool air, the cold air hitting me and the music and my headphones. I had some classic rock playing in my headphones. I just couldn't stop smiling. And I'm like, what is going on? And I could feel myself. Like my pace was, it had to be pretty fast because I was just so pumped up. 
and I just got into this rhythm, you know, and I was just like, you know, everything was moving and I was just, this was, this was so good. I felt so good. And then I get to the turnaround. So I, I did one mile and I'm like air drumming, right? Like the whole time I'm like drumming in the air while I'm running. I know I must've looked crazy and definitely annoying. Like who can do that while they're running, right? Everyone's like, doesn't she have, the, how does she have the energy to be doing that? I don't know. I don't know where it came from, but I was so hyped up. And I was, I must've been like air drumming to my rock the whole time. And I just felt like I had this swag about me. It was so funny. So I get to the turnaround and it's dark out, but I run on a bike path, which is parallel to a road. So there are cars on the road, but I feel super safe because I'm on a bike path. So um, I was, I was in the dark and all I have are like these car lights passing me on the road and for some reason like even that was lighting me up and I was like so into it and I turned around and I was on my way back on the bike path still you know playing the drums sometimes playing the guitar while I'm running I'm smiling I'm singing and I kept thinking like I am so in this well I get to an intersection and I have to stop because there's cars coming and again I didn't bring a flashlight so I wanted to be super careful and I'm walking and I literally like have this swag about me. I'm literally like walking like, mm-hmm, that's right. I'm out here, that's right. I'm literally like biting my bottom lip and like strutting my stuff. I just didn't know what was going on. I just felt so good. And then, so I spent the rest of that, I was kind of laughing to myself as I literally had this swag while I was walking, like waiting for the cars to pass and just like kind of walking, you know, down the road waiting until I could cross and feeling so freaking good. And I, so I processed that for the rest of my run. Like, what is going on with me? It's not the music. I mean, the music is great, but it's like, it didn't matter what kind of song was on. Like I was rocking to it. I was singing and um, I was like, I know what it is. I know what it is. And this happens to me all the time. I get so lit up when I do things that I know other people would not do. I know that sounds crazy. But when I am doing things that I know, like the majority of people are not going to go out for a double workout today because they want to, you know, run a half marathon and they're trying to make life work. Like I was on this high because I worked today. I got my daughter to swim. I got four miles in while she swam. I had to, I got to have dinner with my family. And here I am out again, busting out two more miles. And I felt like a badass. I'm like, look, like, yeah, I'm doing this. And how many people would do this? And I don't know what that is about, but I, it just like, it lights me up. Like I'm doing it. Like somebody would think this is impossible. Somebody would think that this is, you know, I wouldn't be able to make it work. I have too much going on. Like all of the excuses would have just rattled off of my tongue. I had so many reasons to not make this work, but I freaking made it work anyway. And I felt like I was on fire. I was so pumped. And this happens to me all the time and I feel like I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm somewhat like addicted to that. And I often tell my runners that I'm working with and I always tell myself, like the minute I start to think that I have an excuse or a reason not to go, like that's when I'm lacing up and that's when I'm going because it does something for me. When I can get myself, I call it like getting comfortable being uncomfortable and putting yourself in positions that are less than ideal. And it's so important because we have to prove to ourselves over and over again that we can make things happen, that life doesn't happen to us, but we get to choose how our life goes. And I just feel so in control, like nothing's going to deter me. And it's different than that determination I had, like maybe when I was younger 
and maybe didn't have a family and so many responsibilities, that determination of like, I'm going to do this because I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be ripped or I'm going to, I'm going to lose weight, whatever it was. It's different than that. It's, it's me having this feeling of life is happening. I'm checking all of those boxes and I'm still going to follow my dreams or I'm going to do this for me. This is mine and I can have it. I can be a mom and I can have it. I can be a school counselor and work full time and I can have it and be a wife and I can have it. Like I can have this. And I was out there making it happen and feeling so good about it. And I just, I really recommend that if you have any reservations or hesitations, if there's something you've been avoiding or if there's an excuse that often pops up for you, whether it's time or whether it's, you know, con- weather conditions, whatever it is, I encourage you to get out there as quickly as possible and make it happen because the quicker you get out there and do it, the smaller that excuse becomes. And the more often you do it, the less it starts to show up. And so I really have been working on this over the years. This is something that has, I, I, I unconsciously, subconsciously, subconsciously, I've actually done through all of my training because I didn't really have a choice. I talked about this a little bit in my live on my Facebook page, Tina Repa Running, the other night. I I trained for ultra marathons. Like I kind of stumbled into that because I wanted to see how far I could go. And I'm going to do a podcast. Probably the next one that I record will kind of be my story about how I got into running, which I talked about a little bit before. But the whole like how things have rolled out and how I ended up running 50 milers at some point. I will share that story. But through that process, you have to become conditioned to getting uncomfortable or those goals can't be reached. You can't run that amount of miles and put in that amount of training and not come across uncomfortable situations, right? Like inconvenient training times or inconvenient training miles. And It's crazy because as I trained for that ultra, I realized like, holy cow, I'm doing so many things that I didn't think I could do or didn't think my body could do. And I was showing up in these ways that I never imagined because I was not a runner. I was not a runner. I played sports in high school. I was not a runner. And I I was kind of getting like, I always say addicted. I don't know, maybe to that feeling of like, like I wanted to say like, watch me. You think I can't do this? Watch me. Watch me, I'm gonna make this happen. Watch me, I'm gonna make this work. Watch me, I'm gonna prove how this excuse isn't valid. And so I got to a point when I had kids, when they were little especially, you know, my body was recovering from having kids and managing kids, you know, managing, raising little ones, taking care of them is, is, it's all consuming. And so I haven't been able to, I feel like I haven't been able to get myself in this position where I can dig deep and get uncomfortable and and allow myself to push and train in un, less than ideal situations. And it really just, it fires me up. I've had a lot of people say that running in the dark is inconvenient and I get that there and I talked about this the other night too when it comes to safety that's not something that you should play around with and if it's the feeling of like I don't feel like this is a safe place then you probably shouldn't be doing it but if it's just a matter of like I don't like it like I'm too tired I don't really like running in the dark because I feel like I should be like chilling out at home well I encourage you to get out there and do it quicker 
as quickly as possible. Same thing with running in the morning before work, which is one of my huge barriers, right? I always tell myself like, oh, I can't get up and run before work. So periodically I make myself so that I can prove like, yes, yes, you can, Tina. Yes, you can. That's not an excuse that you have. And so tonight I had the excuses of I have to take Jocelyn to swim class and my run distance is too long to try to get done during swim class and I have to come home and have dinner and it's dark outside and it's cold, like all of the things. And so by making myself get uncomfortable and, and do it, I, I, was, I was rocked. It was awesome. And how crazy, like just think about my story today alone and how I felt before I went out. Like I was dragging my feet. I was, I, I don't want to say I was dreading it, but I was like, ugh, here we go. I got on the treadmill and I was like, ugh, definitely not. And then look how quickly, as soon as I got out there and started moving, I was smiling. Does it happen all the time? No. Does it happen often? Yes. Does it happen more often the longer you run? Yes. And I could have missed out on that. I could have missed out on that and had another grumpy night like last night when I just decided to skip my run. And so we are finishing up the one week run challenge for those who signed up in November for it. And it Every time I do a challenge, the challengers will say to me, well, what about next week? They always want more, right? The one week challenge. Oh man, just getting one week of running in. Those who show up for all three workouts that week always want more, always want more. They are never done. And so I wrote bonus workouts, right? And I send them out and here they are. I'm, I'm looking at the Facebook group right now and we are going to archive this group. So Sunday night it closes, which is in three days from when I'm recording this. And they are, you know, they're posting in there about their runs and how, how lit up they are. This is week two for them, starting from zero, scratch, couch, zilch, nothing. They're in week two. They're going into week two, a bonus week that they all wanted. And they don't have to do this. They did the challenge. The majority of them are already signed up to start with me in January. I tried to give them the month of December off, but they don't want it because they feel so good. And that's what happens. That's what happens. And then momentum starts to build. And the more you show up, the more momentum you have. And you get addicted to that feeling like I had tonight where you're lit up. And I'm scrolling th through their posts and they're talking about most of them, just like me today, started off by thinking like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like that's normal, you guys. You're going to have that. you got to be ready to push that aside and go out anyway. And they are overcoming that and all of their reports, you know, after are like, oh my gosh, I feel so good. I feel great. I hope this feeling lasts. I'm, I'm reading this from my page. Um, oh my gosh, I have, I started running and I just felt so good being outside and I can totally relate to all of this. And then they were talking about how I'm so glad I didn't give in to my excuses today because I feel amazing. And then they were motivating each other and inspiring each other. They see each other and they don't want to miss out on it because it feels so good. Is so good and I it's just a matter of getting started and so to my runners who are dipping their toes in or thinking about starting I know I have several people who have done the challenge and maybe are still on the fence about signing up you know working through some resistance and I've talked to several of them and mentioned this is not something that you have to be a part of a program to do you can certainly start running on your own and it's just a matter of you know walking running intervals and then increasing your intervals the, the good thing, the cool thing about a program is that it's basically 
spoon feeding it to you so you don't have to think about anything. Um, you know, the plans show up in your inbox on Sunday. You are held accountable by posting. Like if you don't post, we're looking for you. Um, you're seeing other people's posts, so you're getting motivated by that. And then you're getting coaching throughout the weeks to work on the motivation and the tips and tricks and things like that. But this is not something that you have to be a part of a program for. It's definitely something that everybody should try, should try. And if you have been running and you've been, you know, you're doing it on your own and you are working through some new distances, I do encourage you to maybe push yourself a little farther or faster just to feel that discomfort and let it light you up a little bit, let you feel like a badass. I don't know how else to say it. Like, let yourself feel like, yeah, I did that. I did that. That's right. Because it feels so good. And if you find yourself in a rut where you're just, you know, going through the motions and checking the boxes, like, and sticking to the same mileage, I encourage you to shake it up. Work on that speed or work on that distance and, and allow yourself to feel so proud and uncomfortable. It like hurts so good. Let it hurt so good. So, you know, that feeling is, I don't know, it's, it's mind blowing. It's really amazing. And so um, we are, so I guess by the time this releases, it'll be around the middle of or end of December and we are starting our next 5K group in January. But the cool thing is, um, I actually have, now that I'm at the half marathon point with my training, I have a roadmap now for all of the runners who have gone through the program. And it kind of shows you how I've broken down all of the training plans from the 5K all the way to a half marathon in weeks, groups of four weeks. So like one month plans at a time. And we call them rounds, like round one, round two, round three. And we call, let the, we call the whole program after the 5K, let the fight begin. Um, and I'm super pumped about that. I just released it to the groups this past week. And so I will record a podcast on that also, explaining how all of that works for those who are maybe interested in pushing themselves distance-wise to see how far they can go. You know, I saw a couple of my friends had um, those who are running, not necessarily with my program, but running on their own, talking about, you know, getting to certain distances. Like I've been running two miles. I feel so good about it. And, um, you know, I'm thinking about trying to encourage them to, take a step beyond that and see how they feel stretching their legs and going a little bit farther because, you know, you deserve that feeling of lighting, getting yourself, you know, lit up about something and doing something for yourself and pushing yourself out of that comfort zone. And it will, it will feel so, so good. So I encourage you, if you haven't done any running yet and you're listening to this and wondering how to get started, you can go out and walk for five minutes and jog for 15 seconds. If you wanna jog for 20, you can jog for 20. But really, if you can go out and walk for five minutes and jog for 15 seconds and repeat that four times, then you can pat yourself on the back because you just got your first run in. That's it. And it's just taking the steps after that to keep going. How cool is that? I mean, that's how my last group started. They walked for five minutes they ran for 20 seconds, repeated that four times, and now that same group who started at that level has already finished their 5K and are working on working through round one. And my original group who didn't have the challenge week but did start with the prep, they are in their 10K training. So at the end of December, they're gonna be running 6.2 freaking miles. They started with seconds. They didn't have the challenge, they started with seconds. I think their first workout actually was 20 seconds or 30 seconds. 
but whatever their first run was 30 seconds and now they're running five miles this weekend for a training run and in two weeks they're going to be running 6.2 miles and my mind is blown about that i'm super excited for them so um that's all coming down the pike and i'm gonna see how far we can actually get with this training plan because i had one of my runners say to me do we have to stop after the half marathon can't we go farther oh my gosh you're speaking my language you are speaking my language of course you can go farther do you see do you see how it's addicting that same runner was my first one to sign up for my programs ever and she reached out to me and said tina i'm 59 years old am i too old to start your program i said heck no let's do this and she signed up she was the very first person to sign up she's running five miles this weekend for the second time and she's running 6.2 miles in two weeks She's going to a half marathon in the next couple of months. And then she said to me last week, do we have to stop at a half? I want to see how far I can go. And I could not be more excited for her. All right, you guys. Well, if you haven't done it yet, get out there and make this happen. Get your good feelings on. And I promise you, you're not going to want to stop. Give yourself grace, but also make yourself find ways to make it happen. The takeaways here are that Life is gonna get in the way and you have to find a way to navigate that, but don't sell yourself short. Don't not show up for yourself. Find a way to make it happen and prove to yourself over and over again that you can do this and it is doable and it doesn't take something special. It just takes a decision, a decision to start, a decision to continue, and it takes you committing to showing up every week, showing up three times a week. You can quit for four days, but you must show up for three and the sky is the limit. You show up for three, make yourself a little uncomfortable, and I promise you the sky is the limit and you will blow your mind with what you are able to accomplish. If you do get out there for the first time, please post it and tag me in it because I would love to see how you guys are doing with your runs, whether you are a brand new beginner or a semi-beginner or you have been running for a while. I would love to hear and see how you guys are doing. So you can follow me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. You can also follow my Facebook page at Tina Reppa Running. And that's probably where I am the most active, but I try to get on both of those. And also, of course, if you have not yet, subscribe to the podcast and leave me some comments. Let me know how it's going or if there's anything else that you would like to hear more about because this is my favorite thing to do is to get you guys pumped up and ready to try new things and get uncomfortable. So let's do it. I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.